BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is a playoff edition of 76ers Rewind, presented by GEICO. Time now to listen back to reaction from the team's most recent postseason game. This version of the Philadelphia 76ers that we saw in a winner-go-home game six of the second round tonight, this is the version of the 76ers that inspires, makes you dream that much more and believe everything was clicking, and they dominated the Toronto Raptors 112-101 to to force a decisive winner-take-all game seven on Sunday night. Back at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. What's going on? I'm Brian Seltzer from down here at the center. What a night. The crowd, phenomenal from before the game even started. What an inspired pregame bell ringing from the inspirers of the underdog movement. Philadelphia Eagles, Chris Long and Lane Johnson. That got everyone going. And the 76ers, after missing their first three shots of the night, they went on full-fledged attack downhill force mode 13 to 5 they opened the game they weathered a 10 nothing run by the raptors to regain control going into the second quarter leading by eight toronto made another run to the tune of 12 straight but the 76ers led by jimmy butler what a finish the first half by butler scoring seven in a row capping the second quarter with that dramatic steal of Kawhi leonard zooming down the floor scoring on the left to put the 76ers up 15 going into the break you could just feel it this was going to be the 76ers night Raptors got back within eight points, middle of the third quarter. What happened from there? Sixers clamped down defensively, capitalized in a series of Raptors' misses, and scored in a variety of ways. There was pace all over the place. Full court, half court, Ben Simmons was fantastic, helping key that type of action all game long. Sixers scored 22 of the next 28 points in the game to essentially put this one away by the end of three quarters. Sixers led by as many as 24 points and defeat the Raptors 112-101. to Man, so much to like from this one. How about we start with, you got to start with Joel Embiid, right? He's the one that everyone focuses on. He's the one who had the tough games four and five. Well, listen, he was five of 14 from the floor, but who cares? He was plus 40 in 35 minutes. There are times, um, 
and for me, this is just the way I look at things. There are times when I feel you can only make so much of plus-minus numbers, but if you watch tonight's game, if you were down here, if you listened, if you fought on TV, you could see by Joel Embiid simply planting himself in the lane and doing his job defensively how much he deterred, altered, and dissuaded the Toronto Raptors, made life uncomfortable for them, and everything on the offensive end was unlocked as well. Plus 40 for Joel Embiid in 35 minutes. He had 17 points, 12 rebounds, two block shots. He was huge in the third quarter. I thought he got better and better and better as tonight's game went along. So that, as you go into a Game 7 on Sunday, something you hope to build upon. Oh, by the way, with the next two days' worth of rest, and the 76ers are likely headed to Toronto tomorrow. They'll have a full day just to get settled there, uh, practice likely on Saturday, then play the game on Sunday. So there's Joel Embiid. Um, Listen, plus 40, you just cannot dispute the impact he had in the game. Ben Simmons, 21 points, 9 of 13 from the field, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, all in the first half. Listen, there has been so much clamoring and talk, understandably so, for Ben Simmons dialing in to attack mode. And again, from the outset of the game, Ben Simmons was so involved in leading that effort for the 76ers tonight. What a tremendous bounce-back effort by Ben Simmons. Arguably the best he's been given the stakes in the postseason. Maybe the best we've seen him since the Brooklyn Nets series when he went for the big number in Game 2. Great stuff from Ben Simmons. Mike Scott off the bench, 4 for 5, 3 for 4 from 3, 11 points in the game. And the spark he gave the Sixers coming up with big shots, playing the five-man at times, he was vital, plus 29 for Mike Scott in 20 minutes played. 16 points for Tobias Harris, 6 of 17 shooting, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 11 for J.J. Redick, 4 of 11, 3 of 10. But the 76ers, all in all, they were able to get that attack mode going early. I thought that then, you know, you usually hear about defense leading to offense. I thought tonight Sixers were fueling right off the start. Their defense quickly got locked in after that, and they held Toronto to 43% overall, 9 of 36 from 3. And I believe we have Brett Bound right now, courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia, if we can go to that right now. I think a little bit of both. Excuse me, I think a little bit of both. When, you, when you're trying to, if you think you're going to go just beat up on and, and pound it into, you know, somebody that's being defended by a defensive player of the year as Marcus Gasol is, that, that, that's a hard way to score always. And so, you know, whether you ducked him in, whether you pick and rolled him into sort of that honey spot, that foul line area, or you went a direct post, you know, you can pick different ways that, that he would get his touches, but to to suggest like he didn't get the ball with his back to the basket on Mark Gasol a lot, this is true. And some of it was him, you know, reading the game. Some of it was me not wanting to put him always in that situation. And um, I thought he was just brilliant kind of all over the place, although it doesn't sort of look it on an offensive stat sheet. Hey, Brett. Jason Blevins, Philly front office. Um, So going back to Joel's defense and impact on his team, but really, does he have an impact on opposing teams as well as a sort of uh, deterrence, uh, a presence back there? Does he change the way people attack or, or their confidence level? It just seemed like tonight 
he, he was a plus 40 in, in really his first maybe 30 minutes. Um, there seems to be an ebb and flow when he's in the game and when he's not in the game. What is the impact that he's really got? Is it purely tactical? Um, where do I begin? So your question kind of surprises me because it's clear the impact he has on the game. Like his, we, we get what he does at the rim, it's significant. You know, when he goes out, lots of times, look what happens. And so, of course, like, you know, he's got an incredible defensive impact on a game. If you're looking at sort of people behind you, if you're Pickham, Kwai, Kyle, whatever, if you see him, you're probably gonna think a little bit more about what you wanna do, what's your plan? And uh, his importance to our team is obvious. Uh, tonight you saw a healthier Joel Embiid. And for that sort of example, for that sort of situation of him, him and his health, he comes out and has a plus 40. It's, it's a huge number. It's a huge plus minus number in a playoff game. His significance is felt all over the place. That is 76ers head coach Brett Brown talking about Joel Embiid plus 40 in 35 minutes. 112-101, well, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, whether they heard some of the talk, read some of the writing, or whatever it was, uh, guess what? They responded tonight in resounding fashion. Ben's such a huge part of setting the aggressive tone for the 76ers tonight. 76ers stave off elimination. They fought for 48 minutes. They've earned themselves another 48 minutes. Coming up on Sunday, Game 7 against the Toronto Raptors at Scotiabank Arena. 21-8-6 for Ben Simmons. 17-12, two blocks plus 40 for Joel Embiid. 25-6-8 plus two steals for Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard. 9 for 20, 0 for 4 from 3. He's now 0 for 8 from the perimeter his last two games. He finished with 29 points, 12 rebounds. 21 for Pascal Siakam, 13 for Kyle Lowry as Toronto shoots under 26% from three, nine of 36 in the game as the Sixers get the job done at the center tonight. Tom McGinnis is standing by. We speak with him next. As we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, we notice that it moves like not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. 76ers do what needed to be done at the center tonight, knocking off the Raptors 112-101. Game 7 coming up on Sunday, 7 o'clock, right here on the Sixers Radio Network as the Sixers look to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 2001. They have earned that right after a great performance tonight. I'm Brian Selter. Tom McGinnis had the call of this one. Tom, start to finish. The atmosphere in here was electric. The 76ers, after misfiring on the few shots to start the game, get that driving downhill dunk from Tobias Harris, and between Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons, they were off to the races from there. No doubt about it, and uh, one common thread in these games is that Marc Gasol has picked up a foul in the first couple of minutes or so, and the reason I bring it up is because that occurred on a loose ball right off the bat, and then that that's why Harris was 
propelled uh, or and thought about going in the way he did against Gasol. First of all, you have to bring it because he's such a big guy. And secondly, he, they knew he wasn't going to be able to defend. And you're right, that uh, got the Sixers into a position where eventually they led 13-5. to They had three eight-point leads in the first quarter, and the second one was built up after Toronto scored 10 in a row. So after it was 13-5, to Nurse calls timeout for the Raptors. They scored 10 straight, take the lead for the first time, and then the Sixers rallied back, and eventually they led by eight after one. And then I thought Jimmy Butler was just brilliant in the late second. Uh, he has Lowry on him a lot, and they, he makes them pay for that. And He was just brilliant in the game. 76ers ride 25 points from Jimmy Butler, six rebounds, eight assists from him as well. They get 21, eight, and six from Ben Simmons and a plus 40 from Joel Embiid. Tom, we talked about the importance, and this is not either of us going out on a limb, of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, the 76ers' chances, and a winner-go-home proposition, and those two, they stepped up big time. Oh, no doubt, and Ben was just totally aggressive, and that's what you expect from him, you know, and I thought it was neat, too, how the crowd was so behind Ben Simmons, even when he went to the line and uh, just basically urging him to to make his free throws. That one uh, early on, he missed the first and made the second, and they were so uh, responsive uh, in the most positive of ways uh, toward him. And he was brilliant. And they were involved in a lot of uh, plays where, you know, Joel would make a play at the one end and then Ben at the other end. And they, they, they were. They were great. And B's impact, again, not shooting-wise per se, but overall in the game with that plus-minus, as Coach noted, and we talked about throughout the game, but just absolutely astounding that his impact in the game. And, you know, the Sixers, they, they played with a sense of urgency that you, you obviously have to have. And now the big question is, can they sustain that? Can they bring that into the seventh game? The energy that was here will exist for the Raptors, uh, as as Mike Scott noted during our postgame conversation, to, to put up with the noise. Uh, and go in there and, and steal yourself off to their crowd and, and take the momentum away from the Raptors in the game. But for now, they, they set that up with a superb performance tonight. 76ers winners in Game 6. Best of seven series in the second round, all tied at three games apiece. 112-101. Mike Scott had himself a game tonight, Tom. He really did. And you got to remember, he missed the first two games in this series with the plantar fasciitis and the bone contusion. Uh, and, and has had some threes in the series. But, you know, he's a big player for the Sixers off the bench. And I thought Ennis stepped back into the fold uh, and played well in this game. He had only one point in the game on Tuesday in game five. And those two guys off the bench, you know, they bring a lot of the same qualities, the ability to guard uh, and guard multiple positions, to be able to hit the shots. And uh, Mike Scott with his four field goals, three of which were threes, that big Start to the second quarter. Sixers made three straight threes with J.J., Joel, and Mike Scott all getting into the act. It ended up being a 9-2 run that helped advance the lead and, again, get the crowd ignited. But uh, Mike was really big. And, uh, you know, he's a great teammate. All these guys love playing with him. He brings a toughness. He's all about the group. And that's what you need. That's what you need to have a, a winning basketball ball club. 76ers playing Game 7 on Sunday after a 112-101 win. Tonight over the Raptors, Tom will leave you with this. You've been a part of a handful of Game 7s, most recently in 2012, second round against Boston. Of course, 2001 against these Raptors and also against the Bucks later in that playoffs. What is a Game 7 like and what do you expect coming up on Sunday? Well, I mean, everything is magnified, as you would expect. 
because both teams are playing for their playoff lives and for their seasons. And again, these two teams, high aspirations coming in, eight months. It'll be the 99th game for the Sixers. Think about that. And it comes down to 48 minutes. And uh, it's one of the, you know it's one of those situations where you can literally feel the tension, the apprehension, uh, the nervous energy in the crowd. It extends to the players. I thought you know Toronto was tight tonight. That a lot of their shots, you know, don't don't even take my word for it. Just if you watched a bunch of their shots at the very beginning of the game were short, and that you're not playing with the freedom uh, and you know the confident shot, and that that that's that's what happens, and that's. That can be evident in Game 7. So, you know, the, the thing is that they're obviously going to be at home and, you know, like th- they got one of the great players, one of the great finishers in our game, and that is Kawhi Leonard. And, boy, you don't uh, you don't want to see it come down to the final minute or so where, you know, it's Kawhi Leonard against the Sixers because he's, he's been awful good and, and at times unstoppable in this series. But they are. They're – they're a load of fun. I remember uh, you speak of the last time the Sixers were in a Game 7. It was Memorial Day weekend of 2012, and uh, it was the first time I met Doris Burke, and I was with uh, then Sixers general manager Tony DeLeo on our bench in Boston at the Garden, and Doris, great basketball person, comes over. She had not met either one of us, and uh, she says, Game 7, Sixers-Celtics. And that was the introduction, and then we we all chatted, and and that's the same. There's just an energy you hear it all the time on sports broadcasts. Two of the best words in sports, and uh, it's exciting, and it'll be great. And uh, the Sixers have put themselves in this position, and now they got to finish it off. You know what I mean? Like they 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 play great. They've had their moments in this series. They've had some the times when they've struggled, but hopefully, uh, you know, Joel gets rested and gets in there. And you got guys like Jimmy Butler, and you know, you got some finishers of your own in terms of the Sixers and their abilities uh, to be able to make some key shots. And it should be really exciting and uh, fun to be a part of, to be sure. 76ers beat the Raptors 112-101 in Game 6. That means Game 7. It'll be Sunday at 7 o'clock. Tom, we'll speak with you before then. All right. Thank you. Good night. What a night at the center. 76ers rise to the occasion along with several of their young stars, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid in particular. Simmons 21-8-6, Joel Embiid plus 40 in 35 minutes to go with 17 points, 12 rebounds, and two block shots. 25 for Jimmy Butler, the man taking over the Delaware Valley. He has been spectacular in this series. We'll get into some of the details, play back some highlights coming up on the other side. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read. So you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. (laughs) The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. 76ers and the Toronto Raptors, game six. 76ers enter the evening, trailing three games to two. So that meant the formula and the stakes are pretty simple. Got to win to stay alive. Obviously, easier said than done, but nothing better than having the best home crowd in the association at full throat behind you. 
and the 76ers got rolling. They wanted to play with an attacking, downhill, forceful style, and that is exactly what Tobias Harris gave them early on in the first quarter. Here's Tobias Harris in a drive. Right at Gasol, and he jams it. Two-hand stuff. 76ers were off and rolling from there. They jumped out to a 13-5 lead. Now the Raptors would answer with 10 straight points, take a 13, I beg your pardon, a 15-13 lead. That would be their only advantage of the night. The 76ers closed out the first quarter strong. Sixers get it back. Simmons on Ibaka fakes it, turns, shoots it up with a hook, and good. He got a side roll. What a play by Simmons. 76ers led 29-21 after 12 minutes of play. Sixers kept the momentum going early on in the second quarter. They snapped off nine in a row. To the corner, Scott. One time, Scotty. Yeah, it's good. A three, and the Sixers lead 38-21. Hopping excitement here at the center. And the lead would grow to 19 on a J.J. Redick two-point layup, but then... The Raptors answered, scoring 12 straight to make the lead for the 76ers only seven. Sixers took timeout, regrouped, and it would be Jimmy Butler who would lead them down the stretch of the first half. Jimmy Butler for three. This would be large. It's off the front. No good. Butler got his own rebound. Fouled by Lowry. Put back in. Oh, man. Jimmy Butler going to the line. He took the hit and made the bucket. And now he motions part of the crowd. Let me hear you. Jimmy into the lane. Hangs on Siaka. Banks it up and in. Jimmy Butler with a kiss off the window. Eight seconds to go. Sixes by 13. Raptors ball. Leonard with it. Leonard has it stolen by Jimmy. Three seconds. A race to the rim. Up. Layup. Good. Jimmy Butler has scored four in a row. Right now it is Jimmy Butler's town, and we are all just living in it. What a play that was for Jimmy Butler in sequence. He had the steal layup by defending Kawhi Leonard to send the 76ers into the break with a lead of 58-43. to In the third quarter, the Sixers would withstand a surge from the Raptors. Raptors got the deficit down to eight. The 76ers roared right back, and Mike Scott once again finding himself there to punctuate a run. Harris in the lane, kick out Mike Scott, baseline three ball, up and in, and Mike Scott pours in a three. The Sixers 78, Toronto 61, Scott off the bench with 11, timeout Toronto. As the game went along, Joel Embiid seemed to be getting more and more into rhythm, scoring the basketball, but defensively he was a force all night long. Ennis guards Kawhi, he dribbles right around him, Embiid blocks his shot, on the run out Simmons, he's going to lay it up and in. And B with a block at one end, and Simmons like a freight train getting the layup. So great to see the two of those players in particular respond tonight. Sixers led it by 20, 87, 67 after three. Early on in the fourth, they did not slow down. Here's Harris down low. Tobias Harris with 12. He's going right at Gasol. He knows Marc Gasol has three fouls, and that is good. And the 76ers made it 89-67 on that basket by Harris. They would pretty much coast the rest of the way, winning 112-101. The reserves came in to uh, play the final few minutes, and the 76ers tying this series up at three games apiece. Sixers shot 46% from the field. Toronto 43%. Sixers 10 of 28 from outside the arc. Toronto 9 of 36. 76 or 20 of 26 from the line. Raptors 22 of 29. Sixers 52-34, crushing Toronto in the glass. 16-9 offensive rebounds. 18-10 second chance points. Sixers, they committed 18 turnovers, but through three quarters, their numbers were pretty good in the turnover department. They definitely did a better job in that respect. 25, 6, and 8 
for Jimmy Butler. 21 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists for Ben Simmons. 17 and 12 for Joel Embiid to go with 2 blocks and a plus 40 rating. 16-7, I beg your pardon, 16-9 and 5 for Tobias Harris. And 11 points for J.J. Redick. Mike Scott with a nice night off the bench. 11 points, 3 or 4 outside the arc. He was plus 29 in 20 minutes played. Kawhi Leonard, 29 and 12. He was 0 for 4 outside the arc, 9 of 20 overall. 13 for Kyle Lowry, 3 of 7 from 3 for him. 21 for Pascal Siakam, 8 of 16 from the field, but 2 of 6 from 3. And just 8 points for Danny Green and 7 for Marcus Gasol on 3 of 8 shooting. 76ers have forced a Game 7, their first in the playoffs since second round against Boston 2012. A bid for their first Eastern Conference Finals appearance since 2001 is on the line. 7 o'clock tip time on Sunday. 76ers force a Game 7 in Toronto on Sunday with a 112-101 dub. See ya. You've been listening to a playoff edition of 76ers Rewind, presented by GEICO. Be sure not to miss new episodes following each game of the postseason. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.